Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway Superfans. Last week we saw Ripcord. MTC's production, their off-Broadway show. And it, was it was so fucking good. Really great. Oh my God, it was so good. I just, I loved it. Mm. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Like, this is the type of play I want to see. And also, like, juxtaposed with having seen the gin game not that long ago, I thought it was interesting because I feel like in the gin game, we were, you know, wanting... You know, I'm like, I want a space. I want I want there to be good plays and musicals for older people to perform in that yeah. are substantive and not just the gin game, you know? And then we saw Ripcord and I was yeah. like, there it is. I found it. Yeah. Great. Or love letters. <laughs> love letters. <laughs> I fucking hate like, love letters. It's like in order of wanting love letters. The gin game ripcord. Love letters. How 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 did AR Gurney write Sylvia and Love Letters? And what was that fucking show we saw oh with God, Kathy and Jim? I don't remember. It's called like something hearsay. about America. Oh yeah, that might be right. Hearsay. Yeah. It was and awful. Jesus. It was so weird. I fell asleep during that show. <laughs> Don't tell Kathy and Jimmy. I worked. I had been up at five. It's okay. Anyway. Ripcord was fantastic. Oh my god, it was so good. It stars Holland Taylor. Holland Taylor. Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> fucking Holland Taylor. <laughs> she was amazing. Yeah, but fucking Mary Louise Burke. Oh my god, can I? Can she? Can we adopt her? Oh, can yes. she adopt us? <laughs> yes. <sighs> I mean, if she'll have us, she's wonderful. They were so great, those women, and how they played off each other. Yes, were fantastic. I mean, it's like. It's hard to talk about the show because so much happens in it that we can't really give away. But yeah. essentially the background of it is that these two women live in a retirement house, community, home, whatever, and they share a room. Holland Taylor is a bit cantankerous and does not want to have a roommate in general, but especially Mary Louise Burke as a roommate who is just like a chatterbox delight. Oh my God. She's so wonderful. She's so kooky. I love her yeah. so much. Yeah. Loved her costumes. I loved her physicality. Mm. I loved it all. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's just so many good gags and I want to tell you all about them, but I'm not going to because you need to go see it. Yeah. Go see it. It's go so see it. good. And Rachel Dratch is Rachel in Dratch it. Rachel Dratch is in it. Oh my God. We love Rachel Dratch. Yes. It was so funny. It was so funny. It was so great. I mean, yeah. I fucking loved it. I mean, I really, the other thing, I don't know, maybe it just, I was thinking about um, Fool for Love too. And I was like, just, I just wanted Sam Shepard to know how to to develop characters. Mm. And like seeing this show, I was like, this is how you develop characters. Yeah. This is how characters are. Every single character, I know who they are. Yeah. I know what they're about. Absolutely. Well done, David mm. Lindsay, a, a, a bear. Yeah, a bear. Congratulations. <laughs> you wrote a wonderful play that I enjoyed very much. Mm. It was fantastic. God. Yeah, Colin I can't, Taylor I mean, can't, and Mary Louise Burke uh, are just like, oh my God. Yeah. 
They're so incredible. Also, really, like, Holland Taylor's wig ah! was fantastic. Her physicality was well, amazing. Yeah. Her, the way she would get out of the chair mm-hmm. every single time, I thought it was so, it was just so wonderful. And, and like, those women are so amazing. Mm-hmm. And David Hyde Pierce directed it. Oh, great. We sat next to Janine Tesori. Oh my God. We were literally I next sat to next to her. You sat Tessori. next to her. Excuse me. I mean, she sat in the middle of us. Technically, we were, I mean, we well, as a know, group just, were sitting I'm next just to trying her. to one up you. No, but it's true. You got to sit next to her. <laughs> we should have switched it intermission. Nah, it's okay. I don't want to be creepy. <laughs> I love Thoroughly Modern Millie. Oh my God. Who doesn't? I just keep on dreamcasting Rebecca Naomi Jones and everything. Mm, can she tap? I mean, she can do anything. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. What about this? Wait, wait, legit. I came up with this dreamcast today. Lilius White as Ursula. Oh my God. Right? Why didn't that happen? Why oh, didn't right. that happen? Oh, right, because Little Mermaid wasn't very good. Right. <laughs> it closed. I loved it. I mean, yeah, there's just not too much we can go into or analyze because it. Like, there's so much to give away in the show, but yeah. you should all go see it. Go see it. Go it's see so great. It. it was so funny. I mean, I was, like, screaming with laughter. Yeah. Screaming. Yeah. Janine Tesori also really enjoyed it. Yeah. She was, like, knee-slapping. She was. Yeah. No joke. Both of us. Yeah. I mean, it was great. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so fucking funny. I'd see it again. I'd definitely see it again. Actually, I don't, I will, I was just looking that up to give everyone the information and there's no closing listed. So I don't think MTC shows aren't open-ended, but on their website, there's no closing information oh listed. Cause I, I want to take my mom. I think my mom. Oh, would your like mom it, would like it. But she's not, she's going to be gone for like the next month. Oh so. yeah. Oh, it was so funny. Go see it. 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 This week we went to 54 below. Oh my God. And saw Carrie Butler. It was so fucking great. I feel like every time I see Carrie Butler, even though on a daily basis, I'm like, I love Carrie Butler. Mm. I'm like, I love love Carrie Carrie Butler Butler so fucking much. Right? She is amazing. Yes. I, she, I worship her. Carrie fucking Butler. I mean. She's just so A, I mean. Voice from the fucking heavens. Holy Ah. shit. Like, I obviously, we know that Carrie Butler can sing the shit out of things. Yeah. But like, I feel like I I was like rediscovering how fucking insane her voice actually is. Because the things she can do with it were just so wonderful. I know. And she's so funny and hilarious and adorable and tiny and great. <sighs> An ageless beauty. Mm, oh my God. She is 44 years old. She looks like, I feel like. And she looks younger than us. I was going to say, I was like, I feel like she looks like our age or younger. She's so good. She could, She's, I mean like this, what, Catch Me was like when she, you know, a couple of years ago, she was like 40. Catch Me was in 2000. And she was, was playing 11. an 18 year old. And yeah. we were all like, yeah, and also yeah. in Rock of Ages, 18. a few years after that, right, eighteen, because right. Carrie, because it's not even like it's not even like when you see someone on stage and you know that they're not the age of the character you're playing, and you're like, yeah, I buy it. 
you're like, I don't fucking believe she's 40. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. There's yeah. no way that woman is 40. No she's way. 25 if uh, she's over a day. Like, is that how that that uh, phrase of speech is? She's 25 if she... Yeah. Got it. <laughs> I had to think through that one, too. She actually played... She was actually in Rock of Ages before she was in Catch Me If You Can. Oh. That's interesting. I'm looking at her Wikipedia page. Mm. Her middle name's Marie. What does it say in personal? That's always my favorite section to see what weird stuff they put in there. Personal. She doesn't have a personal oh. section. <laughs> Early life and career. I don't even have a personal section where they're like, she's married and she has two adopted daughters. She's like awesome. She is awesome. But no. <laughs> you know what I thought was funny is that this show was... She did two other ones that yeah. were at 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. and then this one was at 11.30, and this one she had, like, tweeted that it was, like, the dirty show, and I was like, obviously, we should go to that one. Right. Um, and so, it like, part of it... was the only one I could go to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but she was, like, telling, you know, like, funny, dirty, slightly dirty stories yeah. from, you know, different shows, and then, like, singing songs from mm-hmm. those shows and stuff. And obviously, no songs from it, but it really cracked me up slash pissed me off that she didn't have any stories from under my skin. Oh, right. I was like, girl, you don't have any dirty stories about that time when you had to wear a prosthetic robot dick? Yeah, she should. I mean, I guess they wouldn't have thought about to include that only right, because it isn't a musical, but she could have done some other song I just related sit down to that. I don't tell, know. I want to be like, what was tech like? Uh, like how what well, the, how it, long did tech take when she had to wear that dick that moved well, it was like a it was a strap on that like was a had a robot part in it so it moved wasn't it like two acts and then it was one act and then like there was a lot of changes in that show yeah i think it was two and then it became one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i want to know all about that uh, oh i loved that play it was, it was funny really funny <sighs> and she was delightful in it <laughs> she was so fucking good in that play. it, it was mean, so funny oh it does say it does have her spouse and two children listed in the like quick oh okay i just sometimes know. they put such weird funny random stuff in personal life yeah. sections on wikipedia i was she has a dog named lorraine right 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 she sang a lot of carrie butler greatest hits oh god she sang fly fly away it was I mean... It was like a religious experience. (sighs) I mean, it wasn't like a religious experience. It's my version of religion. Like, they wrote that song for her, Mm -hmm. and it's so perfect. And she acted the shit out of it. And three times Uh real tear realness on that 54 Below stage. She's doing a cabaret. Right. And And like witty, funny, random banter in between her and Seth just like shooting the shit. And And she's she's like like, switching back to a funny story and be like, yeah. And like wiping her tears away from singing somewhere that's green. Perfect, perfect, perfect. God, she's so Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Also, she sang On My Own, which was the third real to your realness. I have to tell you, this isn't... I'll try to explain it to you, Emily. Hopefully, our listeners understand. But she is the only person... I'm not saying she's the only person in history, but she's the only person that I've ever heard Mm. close to the diphthong in known at, at the end of... On my own. So usually people will go, the world is full of happiness that I have ever known. And then I just end it real quick. But she said, known. She's like, oh. All right. It was cool. Great. 
I'm glad that made I you happy. I bet Seth was like, you need to close to a diphthong because he loves yeah. closing to a diphthong. He likes the music complicated <clears throat> words I don't know. Well, and I think I think the reason that that's so impressive to me is because that's it's like the high belted note, it, like sustained note in that song. So it's and it's like a high emotional moment. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to like not take the care right, to right, right. finish that word off right. so carefully. Right. But she did. She did it because she's fucking and, an And I've an heard angel. great people sing that song. Right. I have something that we'll talk about in a minute, a bootleg oh. of Sutton Foster singing from the tour like a million years ago. Amazing. And she does something Sutton awesome. Sutton Foster did the tour? Yeah. She does something awesome that I never heard anyone do, but it's something else. And I steal it from her when I sing that song alone <laughs> to myself in my apartment. But she didn't do the diphthong to, oh, at the end shit. of Known. Oh, Sutton, you better pass those Tonys over, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> At least one of them. But I, that I was like, oh, Carrie Butler, you fucking love Carrie. That's Butler like another so check much. in the just, respect column. I just worship her. She's just so amazing and mm. great and enjoyable and like wonderful to watch. She just stage. seems like too. She's so fun to work with. Yeah. I bet she is really fun. She's probably super fun during tech. Yeah. She like keeps everybody like spirits up and gets goofy, maybe rings treats. Totally. Oh my God. I bet she bakes for the cast all the time. One of my favorite things too that she was talking about is how in one year she did the workshop for Little Mm. Mermaid, Legally Blonde, Xanadu, and The Wedding Singer. And initially she was was like really excited because she was like, which one am I going to choose? And then she got replaced in all of them <laughs> until Jane Krakowski then bowed out of Xanadu right. and they came back to her. Hey man, Broadway's a tough but gig. can you, I mean, I would, can you imagine an alternate universe where she's in any of those? I want the I mean, there's one universe in, where she's right? in Legally she's, Blonde. Oh, yes. I want that. Also, she could still play Elle Woods. Oh, absolutely. She, she could, could still, still play, play Elle Woods. Woods. Any day, motherfucker. Absolutely. God damn it. She's Carrie like, Butler, Ageless okay, Beauty. The fucking Paper Mill Playhouse in Milburn, New Jersey. Oh my God. Next Do season, Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde with Carrie Butler. Yes. That's like, that makes sense. That's and I don't, perfect. They've never done Legally Blonde. No. And they did Hairspray not that long after Hairspray closed. And Come it's, on. It's been longer than Let's start a letter Legally writing Blonde. campaign. Yeah, we'll Everyone, write letters. Email Handwritten them. letters. Yeah, tweet them. Um, real mail through the postal service too. gets people's yeah. attention. That's true. Weird. Wait, you know those like campaigns where fans send things? Mm. What can we have people send to the paper mill playhouse? Oh, that would that, that, would, yeah. that would say Legally like, Blonde with Carrie Butler. I, d- I never watched the show, but apparently that TV show Jericho that was on for a few seasons got like a second season because everybody sent peanuts to CBS. I have no idea why because I, I don't know. It would know. be like sending pineapples to USA. For sight. For sight. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's okay, impressive. Okay. Okay. That you, you remember that. You talk about that all the time. <laughs> um, and I worked on that commercial. And they oh, gave that's that right. fan a pineapple. Yeah, and I was right. like, they stole my pineapple to give to someone <laughs> off my table. So Why wouldn't they have brought a pineapple? They didn't. I mean, they weren't going to give her anything. Well, I know, but. And then I had I a pineapple yeah. on my craft service table. Kind of like and they that. were like, oh, there's a pineapple. Hey, we should do that. Okay. It was an organic moment. Well, then I like it. And I let them have my pineapple. But what could we send? What could we have people send? 
Um, we could invest in a fuck ton of teacup chihuahua beanie babies. Oh, I was like, <laughs> do they still make beanie babies? I think they do. I know they like. I know Ty still makes um, Google it. Google animals. it. Google it. I didn't have a Chihuahua one. I had a platypus named Pat. I have the Chihuahua one. Oh, do you? What was its name? I don't. Do remember. you remember? I only had. You can actually see my my two favorite Beanie Babies are up there. Weenie the Wiener Dog. Oh yeah. I don't remember and what the other some one. Some collie's cocker, name. No, it's a cocker spaniel. Oh. Oh yeah, it is. Weenie the Not Wiener Dog is my fave though. You can see how he has no tag and he's quite worn. Oh, you played with your beanie baby? Uh-huh. I'm just kidding. I You're not worth anything. You're going to get a kick out of this. When I was in elementary school, which was when beanie babies were super, super big, I owned probably about 100 beanie babies. I would take, I would pick out beanie babies to bring to school with me, usually like mm-hmm. 20 or 30 of them. And me and my friends would stack them up on our desks mm-hmm. like in a little pyramid. And then it became a problem because there was too many Beanie Babies and it was cumbersome. So then we weren't allowed to put our Beanie sure. Babies on our desks anymore. Yeah. But we would take our Beanie Babies to lunch at or to like recess. And I would spend most recesses in the library. And we would play like house with the Beanie Babies in the library and like stick the Beanie Babies in between the books and stuff and oh, make little apartments for all the Beanie that Babies. That sounds cute. Why weren't you reading the books? Because I was playing with my Beanie Babies. <laughs> Not that much of a nerd. Nerd! I read lots of books I'm just when I was teasing a kid. you. I just don't know why you're in a library. If because that's where we could like play with the Beanie Babies. That's where we could play with the Beanie Babies. We weren't going to play with the Beanie Babies like out on the playground Fair where they enough, could get dirty. get dirty. We played Pogs because that's how old I am. We had Pogs at my elementary school, but I we didn't. I don't know that there's a, there's a game. Well, there is. I shouldn't say we played it because we didn't. Because you like I don't know. You threw the slammer at them, and if they flipped, then you got to keep them. I don't know. Uh, we didn't actually. All we did was like trade them uh, and look at them. <laughs> and I didn't care that much. So I bought like a generic $1 bag of That's like 50 hilarious. pogs and they were just like nonsense no one designs. To trade with you? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think they. Oh, there we go. Oh, it's a basket baby. What the fuck? They don't like have traditional beanie babies anymore. So, boo. Anyway, Sorry well, we'll it. come up we'll, with something. If you guys have an idea of what you think we should send, have you send? Maybe we'll yeah. send some too uh, to the paper mill. Everybody Playhouse. just, you know what we should do? What? Can somebody Photoshop a picture of Carrie Butler's face mm-hmm. on like an Elle Woods body? Yeah. Yep. And we'll everybody print it off mm-hmm. and, and just send mail it, that. And just mail it. That's good. That's perfect. I'm that surprised you're across. advocating all of this like paper waste. Didn't think about that, did you? No, <laughs> I didn't. But it's just a, For good, a, good it's a better way to get attention. Also, the earth is going to die anyway. It's oh, too late. Don't be defeatist. I mean, we've already. I mean, it is going to die. It's, there's no fucking way. It's, just cause it's that's past how, the point well, of no return. Works. There's no way we can past turn this thing Past the on. point of no <laughs> return. <laughs> Carrie Butler, we love you. <laughs> Fucking love you, Carrie Butler. Shows. If you have a chance to see Carrie Butler ever in anything, oh, go. 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 But if you can't go, you can listen to a bootleg. <gasps> bootleg. <laughs> 
There was some Twitter controversy. There, I yeah. should say, there's always Twitter I was gonna, controversy yeah, yeah, yeah. about bootlegs. But, you know, really, I think, I don't know. A, I feel like it's been coming up more and more. And I don't well, know, last, last night when I saw people getting upset about the bootlegs, I just got angry and I was just sick of kind of like staying quiet about it anymore. Well, you aren't quiet about it, but I mean, I, I, mean, think, I understand what you mean about yesterday. Yeah. So basically, whatever, somebody was fucking bootlegging at Spring Awakening. I think it's coming up more because dummies are doing it. I agree. Like, this is what's happening. The people who who would do it before knew what they were doing and really weren't right, now doing everybody it. everybody has an iPhone. Right. And, and uh, like, my mom could do it if right. she could figure out how to turn on her camera. <laughs> right. With her iPad, she'd probably do it with her iPad. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> That's funny. But, okay, so, yes, someone was, I'm assuming video bootlegging because yes. I don't think that that was explicitly stated, but unless you're like, anytime, unless your phone no, no, no. is on and you're holding s- it up to... Anytime someone complains about bootlegging right. in the audience, no, I know, I it's know, video. Know. There's no, I don't understand how you could possibly disturb anyone with audio recording. Yeah. Um, I just feel like that should be explicitly stated because there is a difference yes. in the disruption, meaning Absolutely. one is not disruptive at Absolutely. all. Absolutely. Well, the thing that upset me, that made, that, that made me upset and made me feel like, you know what, fuck it. Like, this is such a, like, you know, touchy subject and, like, there's always that idea in the back of your head that are like, if I admit that I, you know, watch and listen to and you know, collect bootlegs. Mm-hmm. They're going to ban me from all the Broadway theaters. They're not going to let me see the shows. That is always a constant fear in the back of my mind. But the thing that upset me last night was the people from the Spring Awakening cast that were tweeting so much negativity about bootlegs. And I was like, obviously, disrupting the show is unacceptable. Yes. Anyone disrupting the show is completely mm-hmm. not okay. Full stop. But you cannot vilify the people that watch bootlegs vilifying people across the country teenagers who don't live in new york city who want to watch bootlegs and who you know when they're like no fucking bootlegging and they're like but some of us only have bootlegs and then you're calling those people like assholes or whatever i mean i don't know that this is right all, right, right, right right i only read a couple of people's tweets and I there got were upset. so many of them so it's many <laughs> but like it just really upsets me because I'm like, you can't fucking say that to teenagers across the country or across the world who don't have the access that mm-hmm. you have. Like, you have to understand why they're doing it yes. or why they want to watch yes. it, why they want access. You can't just say, no, it's not for you. Mm-hmm. If you're not here, you don't get it and you don't get to be a part of it and you don't get to have it. It's a special thing that's only for people who have the privilege to be there. That is what upset me most. Sure. Everybody watches bootlegs. That's the other thing that's Everyone upsetting. fucking watches bootlegs. You know, and... Everyone listens to bootlegs. And I... You have called out people who have been video bootlegging yeah. in shows. Yeah. I ask people who have their phones out to put their phones away, whether they're bootlegging or not. I think think the only time, yeah, I think the only time I've seen anyone bootleg 
is when we were at Triassic Park and right. someone was bootlegging in the row in front of us and you asked them to stop. That doesn't mean it's not happening and I'm not seeing it. But every day, you know, almost every day we post a video on you or we post a video from YouTube on our Twitter feed, mm-hmm. like as a video of the day. And 95% of them are bootlegs right. from concerts. From It's probably more than that. It's probably right. 99%. Right. There's probably a 1% that's like, a 54 below show right. that everyone knew was being recorded. Right. But most you know, of it's bootlegs. Yeah. I just think that and bootlegs are a necessary evil. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's like if you that's the definition. Well, and we bootlegs this, are a necessary evil. Yeah, and we had this discussion with Jen and Kevin yeah. about if it only even runs a minute where most of the shows that they do wouldn't be able to be done and talked about right. if bootlegs didn't exist. And the the problem is twofold in that what we already said, you know, there's any dum-dum with a phone can do it. And the internet has allowed it to spread much faster and much wider, which is, again, a good thing and can be a bad thing. Right. But I think it's mostly a good thing. I think the thing that most frustrates me most is that performers, when they complain about bootlegging, the number one thing they complain about is like disturbing and that I'm a hundred percent, that's a hundred percent valid. But one of the other big things that they complain about is they're like, you're stealing from me, your money, stuff like that. Like that's a fabrication inside their minds. People watching bootlegs in anywhere else, like that's, I, I truly do not believe that there is a significant number of people who are watching bootlegs and actively choosing to not spend money on theater. Yes, there's a very, very, very small subset. And most of it, I would say, is like a concert or something. Right. If you're like, well, I heard that concert. Yeah. Which honestly, of the people I know, I only know one person who's ever said something like that. Yes. So, yeah. And it's it's like downloading music, which didn't really... It changed the industry, mm-hmm. and the industry makes less money now, but that's not necessarily because of that. Right. It was a whole factor Well, and also the issues. way technology is developing, but, I would think yeah. that in the next 10 or 15 years, 100% of music is going to be streaming. I'm really upset about that. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, who knows? But, like, I was just thinking about it the <laughs> other day that I was like, the way the world is going and the way yeah. the way music the music industry mm-hmm. is going i think it will end up being some sort of stream i mean yeah, yeah, i yeah. hate that idea too and i will always keep my collection of music yeah. you know yeah because you know what a lot of the as streaming sites all, don't have all the things well I listen and as long to. as it's all still available right, i'm right, fine right, with that right, right, right. no but yeah i think that i don't know i think that i think technology is changing the way we interact with media and mm-hmm. i don't think that vilifying people who don't have the resources to access a live Broadway Mm -hmm. show for watching a video. Like it's not okay to vilify those people because like how many of the people who are complaining about this, the actors who are complaining about this have watched that bootleg of Carrie that has been going around since it opened and closed. It's an immediate reaction to seeing someone filming your show. It's not stopping and think, which I understand, but it's not stopping and thinking about, Oh, I've watched a million bootlegs. Right. That's you have. That's one of the things that, because there are people, specific people 
publicly mm-hmm. on Twitter, especially who condemn bootlegging continually, constantly are like, bootlegging's bad, bootlegging's bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bitch, everybody fucking knows you used to be heavy in the bootlegging. Like you were one of the big traders. Everybody fucking knows it. Yeah. Don't be a fucking hypocrite. That I think one of the things that is most frustrating to me is that attitude of people. It's like within the industry, everybody, you know, mm-hmm. if you're having a one-on-one conversation, people don't really have a problem with mentioning bootlegs. Yeah. If you're doing it publicly on Twitter and stuff, people are much more reserved about it and have different opinions publicly. But it's like, how can you... People who live in New York City and have the privilege of seeing all the shows, having access to all the shows, lots of these people having access to the shows for free. Yeah. That then you can turn around and be like, bootlegging's evil and bad, 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 bad. Like, fuck you. Yeah. It just... It's just, it's not... And I think this is one of the things that you tweeted. Like, it's not a black and white issue. Absolutely. It's just not, and it's never going to be. Yeah. And since the beginning of recording equipment right. that was somewhat portable... People have been recording things. fucking lutely. Absolutely. And it's A, part of the culture that Mm -hmm. you just need to accept uh, and B, an important thing for history. Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree. So we just discovered on BuzzFeed Australia, for some reason, there's oh. a quiz that is which cat from so Cats the Musical Australian and New Zealand tour of Cats happening. Oh, oh, that's why. Great. Thanks, Anne. You read it. I read it off yeah. the page. <laughs> so we're both going to take this Cats oh cat quiz. This is exciting. And we're going to see which cat we are. So the first question is to pick a geeky dog. Geeky dog. Let me look. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Too cool dog, dog in charge, goofy dog, respectable mm. dog, dog actor. <laughs> the dog actor is wearing a lion oh, costume. That's funny. Glam dog, shabby dog, sneaky dog, granny dog. I don't know why that dog is called a shabby dog, but that's the one I'm going to pick because it looks the most like intellectual. Pick a geeky dog. Okay. Okay. Um, um, I kind of want to pick the steampunk dog. <laughs> that's the dog I in charge. Dachshunds. And I like that goofy dog. He's funny. Which oh, goofy, yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna. Why is I, that? I choose respectable dog because okay. I just can't say no to a dog. Goofy dog is clipped to a clothesline. Yeah, and he's like, what? All right, now we're picking a career: lawyer, politician, police officer, private investigator, bartender, college professor, psychologist, artist, or Katy Perry's <laughs> backup dancer. Um, I guess of these, I would pick college professor. Hmm. Although I hate doing lesson plans. Well, I'm going to assume that when it says pick a career, that means that you are making the entirety of your financial livelihood off of said career. Sure. So therefore I pick artist. So no money. No, that oh. means that you make money. Or you're an artist who doesn't ever make any money. But... It, there are this people- is saying this. I am choosing artist under the assumption that I will not have to have a day job in this circumstance. Because okay. you're saying pick a career, artist, right? That pays for everything. Otherwise, then I pick bartender because that's like what I do mm, now. Sure, I choose artist. Okay, pick a '90s TV show. X Files. I, I was going to say we have our first two choices. One's yours, and one's mine. <laughs> 
X-Files, Dawson's Creek, The Nanny, Fresh Prince, Secret World of Alex Mack, Seinfeld, Adventures of Pete and Pete, Felicity, or Buffy. Duh. I'm picking Dawson's and you're picking the X-Files. X-Files. The greatest show of all time. Pick an alcoholic beverage. Emily's favorite. Gin and tonic, beer, tequila, autumn cider. Ooh, I love an autumn cider. Red wine, Bloody Mary, champagne, whiskey, Cosmo. I'm going to go with whiskey, though, because whiskey is like my all-time drink. Um... Cosmo's probably the sweetest. No, I don't like Cosmos. Oh, okay. I was going to, it's either champagne or tequila. Oh, right, champagne. I guess I'll go with tequila. Okay. Because I don't actually like champagne by itself. Mm. I'd rather it had some fruit juice in it. Mm. And a tequila, by definition, obviously, I would never take a shot of no. anything. Um, so it would be in a nice, like a yeah, you, margarita. For a while, or you were drinking like a tequila sunrise. Yeah. 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 A tequila sunrise or, or like tequila and Sprite was mm. my thing right oh, before that's right. I decided I actually hated alcohol so much. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a sport. Baseball, American football, oh, because nice, we're on nice, an Australian nice. BuzzFeed. Golf, lacrosse, mountain climbing is not a sport. Wrestling, swimming, Quidditch, or cricket. I'm picking baseball because that's my sport. Mountain climbing is not a sport. I mean... It's athletic. Quidditch is also not a fucking sport. It's at least competitive. But it's not real. That's what I consider. At least mountain climbing well, is something you can Quidditch actually now, do. Though. They just don't fly when they're doing it. And there ain't no fucking snitch flying around. There's something. I think there's somebody running around with like flag football flags on them and you have to grab a flag. Whatever. <laughs> Pick one. Mm. <laughs> I guess swimming. I did. I was on hmm. the swim team when Me I was too. a kid. Pick a pastime. Chilling at the beach, knitting a sweater, meditation, reading a book, get, getting your Z's, catching a movie, catching up on the latest gossip with your BFF, going on a picnic, or lying in the grass. Lying on the grass. Pastime. I guess I will say reading. I'm going to choose lying on the grass under the assumption that that activity involves a different kind of grass mm. as well. Sure. She means weed. Weed. I mean, <laughs> laying in the park smoking weed is great. Pick a shower. Clean and simple shower. What? That looks like a rain shower. Shower mic. That's got to be yours. Classic shower. Fancy shower. Refreshing shower. Torrential <laughs> shower. Shower spa. Shower with separate <laughs> bath, outdoor shower. That's... I'm not going to choose shower, Mike, really? because I don't understand. I don't like those European and maybe also Australian showers that have like the hose handle that you have to wet yourself with. I need like a shower. And I need my hands to be free when I'm oh. taking a shower. Oh. I'm going to pick torrential shower because I do enjoy if it's the right moment mm. getting caught in yeah, the rain it's kind of fun yeah i choose outdoor shower because i've showered mm. in outdoor showers before and it feels great i love it i like being mm. naked outside in nature oh nope mm. the only outdoor showers i know of are ones at the beach it was all places that I stayed with my family, like in Mexico, mm. and it had an outdoor shower. Like, that was enclosed, you yeah. know, but it was yeah. cool because you were like, look, there's a tree right there. Yeah. Pick a snack. 
cottage pie. What the fuck what, is cottage that, pie? First of all, these do not look like these are meals, not snack. If I'm looking at that cottage pie, it looks a little bit like a shepherd's pie. It's shepherd's pie. There's like usually um, like ground beef and carrots and peas in the nope. bottom. No, thank you. And then marsh uh, mash marshmallows. I was like. <laughs> That'd be disgusting. Mashed potatoes on top. No. I love a shepherd's pie, but again, these aren't snacks. A mean steak, a California roll. That is not a California roll, that picture. California roll has avocado in it. There's like mango in that. And there's tempura on it. Whatever. (laughs) Pumpkin salad, cheeseburger, shawarma, mm, pizza, leftovers of whatever. Leftovers could be anything. Mac and cheese with bacon bits. Oh my God. Mac and cheese, no bacon bits? Yeah. Or pizza. I mean, these aren't snacks, you guys. I choose mac and cheese. I I can always pick the bacon bits out. I'm going to go with shawarma. I haven't had a shawarma in a long time. Pick a philosophical quote. Oh, shit. Love thy neighbor as you love yourself, Jesus Christ. Those that know do, those that understand teach. Aristotle, time spent with cats is never wasted. (laughs) Sigmund Freud. Curiosity is the lust of the mind. Thomas Hobbes. I think therefore I am. Rene Descartes. Do we say the T? We do. What does not destroy me makes me stronger. Friedrich Nietzsche. I tried to drown my sorrows in alcohol, but the bastards learned how to swim. Frida Kahlo. Live as if you were to die tomorrow, Mahatma Gandhi. Do one thing every day that scares you. Eleanor Roosevelt. No thanks, Eleanor. Although <laughs> I think you're the best ever. That's funny. You I'll love Eleanor on. Roosevelt yeah, that's a dumb so quote. much, but you won't do that. That's dumb. I don't, whatever. This is like a whole life philosophy that I, it frustrates me. Um, hmm. I do stuff every day that scares me. Good for you. Not like intentionally, <laughs> like I seek it out. I have to do it. I have to talk to Kate Baldwin. <laughs> Can't live my life without talking yeah. to Kate Baldwin. Talking to Kate Baldwin is scary, though. She's so pretty. I don't think that... I think what you said before, though, is what this means. Like, do something that scares you to, like, get beyond it or something like that. Or, like, hmm. I'm not going to do something just to do it because I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. A- right, but this is applied to things like... You know, when I auditioned for Birds and Bees, right. I was like, why am I doing this? Performing it gives me right. so much anxiety. But so and you I hate pick it. that quote then. I'm not going to. I just, I don't, <laughs> I'm trying to think if there are things in your life like how I was like, I will continue to do live performance even mm. though I 80% hate it. If that 20% is worth it to you, then I'm I mean, glad. I'm not sure if it is. I feel like if that were me, I wouldn't think that that 20% was worth it. So I wouldn't have done it in the first I, place. I, I think you don't have anxiety. I don't have the same kind or the like as, I don't want to say as bad because that's not what I mean. But right, I know no, what but you're I, saying. Yeah. Yeah. You should you should just go in revolving doors. I do if I have to. See? If there's another option, so then it. I don't. So you do it. But I don't do it to like be Whatever. Like, I'm Pick gonna go through quote. this revolving door. <laughs> this is the last one. It's immersion therapy. Oh, fuck immersion therapy. Unless it's literally affecting my everyday life. Not liking revolving doors. If there's a day where that's the only way I can leave somewhere and I cannot make myself go through it, then we can talk. Sure. I mean, obviously, it's not It's not like encumbering your life. Right. right. It's just 
irrational and you're such a rational person, I guess is why well, it's Well, so yeah, strange. but I have phobias. So I under- I mean, I understand yeah. that, but... It just seems counterintuitive because you're like the most rational, mm. logic person I know. Mm. I, think, I think I'm going to go with Jesus Christ on this one. For real? I think that that... I, want that I mean, to be the, the way that's a good jesus Christ it would quote. either be that or i think therefore i am but i like i hope those people i choose time spent with cats is never wasted who oh my god get? who did you get mccavity read your um you thing. oh so clever one you're always one step ahead of everyone else you're passionate and you're not afraid to pursue your dreams that's true is that it that's it oh I got old Deuteronomy. Nice. Not a surprise. (laughs) You are an old soul. Your friends look to you for guidance and wisdom. You have a tendency to get lost in your thoughts, but love sharing your opinions with others. You have a deep insight on life and can see the value in every person. I like that one. That's amazing. This is. I've never seen cats. This is. Oh, you've never seen. Wait, do you have my DVD? Yeah, you lent it to me. I haven't watched it yet. (laughs) Patty. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Watch it. It's great. Well, that was fun. That was fun. So here's something you don't really care about, but I do, but we haven't talked about yet because I feel weird about it. And that is the fact that there is a play, well, two plays, a two-part play that J.K. Rowling is writing. Is it like the Coast of Utopia? No, it's like J.K. Rowling is never going to be done writing anything about Harry Potter. But like, is it going to be like, oh, you can do a two-show day and see part one and part two? Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is what it's called. Is Daniel Radcliffe part one and part two? Probably not. Maybe I don't know. I just say probably not because he's like moved on, and I think in not uh, like I'm too good for this way, but in like uh, I I thought I was done with this. Along with (laughs) there were seven books. I did eight movies. I I feel weird about it for two reasons. I don't really believe it's happening, even though it is, because mm. I feel like it's going to turn into a Rebecca situation or something. No, I don't know why. She's got a billion dollars. I know. I don't. Not because of money, but I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if like she never thought it was done. But she finished those books. I know. I don't know. That's and again, I don't think that that's a real thing. I mean, in my head, I agree that she will never think it's done. That's why she wrote some fucking plays. Right. She'll probably write more plays. And is doing another movie. What? Yeah. What? Um, Not a. It's in the Harry Potter universe. It's Fantastical Beasts and Where to Find Them. She released two companion books that were like Harry's school books, like a long time ago. They were mostly for charity. I think all of the pro- profits went to charity. I have them. What was the other one? Uh, Quidditch Through the Ages. I asked our special guest reporter, Shady, who's <laughs> sitting here with us. Um, I have both of them, but they decided to turn Fantastical Beasts into A movie? its own movie. But the other reason I feel weird about the plays is that they're happening in the West End. And even though I'm pretty oh, sure go. they'll come here. Yeah. If it does terribly there, then it won't come here. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Is it getting to the point where me not having read Harry Potter is like people that are like, no, I've never seen Star Wars. Um, Only if you like if the if you're not interested in reading it, then don't read it. But if your reason is like 
that. Like, right. I want to be proud of the fact that I haven't read them. I just you never read got them, in, then don't I read just them. never got into them. And That's I fine. like also because didn't know. you try to read? Not try, but like I think I read you started the reading the first one, maybe. So like, but that's, like when it first came out, maybe or I'm not like, sure because you're not that person that's like proudly saying I've never read the Harry. But Potter now that books. it's becoming such a thing, it's I mean, not that it wasn't already obviously, <laughs> but like when I was like, oh, you know, it was this book series and it was yeah. like this big thing, but now it's over and like I've, that's mm-hmm. some whatever. I missed out on like Nickelodeon and shit like that. Okay. But <laughs> now that there's, it's if it's going to continue mm-hmm. to be so culturally prominent, and I don't know anything about it. I mean, yeah. I saw most of the movies. Yeah. We saw a few together. But I don't know. No, I just feel like it's too little too late, Emily. I mean, it's not. I have all the books and all the movies. I have the British versions of the books, too. <laughs> are, so. they, are they different besides the titles? The Yeah, the, um, the first four especially. They way edited them for the American versions. So? They, like, changed all the slang. Instead of allowing children to learn new things and use their context clues to figure out that lift means elevator. And then in the later, like, especially because those first four were sort of released, like, when the fourth book was released, nobody was, like, waiting for it. Some people were, but it wasn't, like, the big, huge release parties. Mm. The fifth book is really when that happened. So five, six, and seven aren't as edited. Mm. There's, like, slang that sneaks in there. Change, that's it's dumb. dumb. That's so it's really dumb. dumb. That's it's dumb. So it's dumb. dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. I hate it. Like this is why we're stupid. Yeah. This is why we're stupid. Yeah. This is why people are like, oh my god, you speak such good English for not being American. And you're like, I'm British. I mean, you're like, I'm British. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke English. You are literally like you sound Australian. Fuck. <laughs> it's all right. They speak English too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also think I'm reserved about it because I love J.K. Rowling's writing Mm. and so much of that is not dialogue Mm. that I don't know how that world is going to feel if she's writing a play and not a book. Maybe someone will bootleg it and we can see it before it comes to Uh, America. And then if I see it, I won't bother seeing it when it's here, obviously. (laughs) No. That's not how it works. Anyway, we just hadn't talked about it, and I felt weird yeah. about the fact that we hadn't talked about it, but because I almost didn't want to talk about it because I have weird feelings about it. And I've got no feelings about it. Exactly. So, <laughs> great. It's we happening. saw that Harry Potter show. Potted Potter. That's true. That was fun. It was like a family. It was, it, what a dumb thing for me to say, but it was like more of a family show than I wanted it to be. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> and I remember being amused by yeah. it, and I remember being not bored. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I another thing we haven't talked too much about and that I actually forgot is that there are three, not just two, but three live musicals coming up on television. I still haven't watched any of them. I know you haven't. But I would say... That's not true. I've watched Peter Pan with Mary Martin. Oh, well, right. And you (laughs) have you watched Cinderella with... Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) Julie Andrews. I would say at this point, you don't need to watch the other two. I mean, is there a clip on YouTube of just Laura Benanti from The Sound of Music that I can watch? I bet there's someone made a hypercut of it. Somebody do that for me. Supercut? Hypercut. No clue. Supercut. I don't know. But I completely forgot and only remembered with casting news this week that Rocky Horror was happening. Yeah, I forgot about that. And that in further... um, 
investigation isn't going to be like live with a capital L and an exclamation point, but it's going to be live on tape. So they're going to film it and then put it on TV. Really don't get why. Which means, well, I guess also that means live singing. They're not singing to a track. Okay, okay, okay. And it's like as if uh, on the East Coast we watch it live, but three hours later it's aired on the West Coast and it's still live on tape, but it's not live live. Wait, so when will they, they're going to like... No, I'm saying like the sound of music. When the sound of music aired in New York, it was live. When it aired on the West Coast, they just showed that. And this is like they're going to film it like at 10 a.m. Yeah, or like the week before. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I actually, there was an interesting article I read today about Laverne Cox being There's cast. There's been a lot of interesting articles about mm-hmm. it. And I, don't, I don't know how I personally feel about it because I also feel weird about forming an opinion about it. The piece that I read was um, on theadvocate.com mm-hmm. and... It was written by a trans person mm-hmm. who was like, I feel weird about this. Yeah. It basically said that the reasons why they were uncomfortable with it because they were worried, they worry that, which is a completely valid and this is true concern. The one that I read as Was well. that, you know, having someone, having an actual trans woman who is a trans woman, right. not a cross gesture or right. transvestite or anything like yeah. that, is going to confuse dumb people and right. make dumb people misgender Laverne and other trans people Absolutely. at large. And while I completely agree with that, and I think that probably will happen and it's a valid concern, I also think that dumb people are dumb people no matter what and that yeah. we shouldn't change our content to make stupid people less dumb. That's true because stupid those people dumb people dumb. wouldn't necessarily watch it anyway but they would still comment on it right regardless of who was cast in it right right i mean i think it's i i think if laverne feels comfortable doing it absolutely it's good yeah and i understand that i mean i don't know it's tough because you have to imagine the people that aren't living in safer cities Mm -hmm. for trans people not that I would say there's any one city that Certainly is not now. a safe city for right. trans people. But like, I don't know. I understand that Laverne Cox is in a position of privilege and that sure. she has a lot more safety than mm-hmm. most people. And that can be, a you know, an issue. But I'm overall, I'm really excited about it. I'm excited about it too, especially because I forgot it was happening. So like Rocky Horror is definitely the one out of all of those that I'm most interested in watching. Actually, no, I no, do, do want to watch The Wiz. definitely The Wiz, number one, Rocky Horror, number two, and uh, at number 17, Grease. I mean, num- Grease is not even on the list. Grease is on the list because of the cast for me. Who's in the cast? Aaron Tveit is playing Danny Zuko. Julianne Huff, your lovely lady, oh, is playing like Sandy. Vanessa Hudgens is playing Rizzo, and it'll be sort of fun because we, we loved her in Gigi, but she was like mm. playing a young, sprightly ingenue and it'll be Mm -hmm. fun to see her play something with bite Mm -hmm. um kiki palmer is playing your previous role marty (gasps) and just announced as what's his name oh wait there's a rumored i'm sorry there's there's i'm looking at the imdb page and next to people's names as cast, it says rumored. So the fuck? Why would you I even put like, it up oh, on IMDb? Because anyone can edit oh. IMDb, right? Doesn't isn't that I don't how that know. works? I don't know. Well, just announced as what's his name, Vince Fontaine. Yeah, 
is Mario Lopez. That's perfect. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I that's think that's going to be good. According to the rumors on here, Nick Jonas may be the teen, maybe Teen Angel. Okay. Who's Kaniki? Um, Kaniki is Carlos Pena Vega. I don't know who that who is. Who was in Boy Band Big Time Rush. What's that? It was a Nickelodeon sitcom that also was a real boy band, kind of like the mm. Monkees. Okay. And he's now on Dancing with the Stars. Good for him. <laughs> and he's married to Alexa Pena Vega. His name before they got married was Carlos Pena, and her name was Alexa Vega, and now their names are Pena Vega. <gasps> That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Who is playing, I forget, what's her name? Jan? No. The Hispanic dancer woman. Oh. Oh, right. Um, Also, wait, was this actually announced? Carly Rae Jepsen is Frenchie? Yeah, that was announced. I remember (gasps) And also Elle McClellmore is Patty Simcox from Heathers and Bring It On. Oh, I love her. Which is exciting because none of these people are musical theater people. Some of them have musical theater experience. Right. But one of the fun things, because this is very clearly filming in L.A. Oh, I guess Aaron Tveit is a musical theater person, obviously. Yes. But he's the only one. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has musical theater experience, right. which is good and fine. Yeah. But the good thing about when they film in New York is that there's a lot of musical theater actors in it. Right. Like working right. musical theater actors. It's funny that... Julianne it doesn't, Hoff is playing Sandy because, like, how is she going to showcase all her sweet dance moves? She's an actress now. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't think she won't dance, but well, sure, but like, the, it's not a dance-heavy dance, role. No, 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 no. Um, it doesn't. There's no cast f- casting yet for Cha Cha Di Gregoria. Cha Cha. <laughs> Although it does have Jesse J listed on here with no part, so I don't know what that means. She better not be fucking. Playing that character. I don't know. So that's happening. And then The Wiz, which again is the one that I'm most excited about. Yeah, definitely based on casting, The Wiz is the most exciting. But based on like title alone, I'm most excited about Rocky Horror. Because Rocky Horror, you know, like I was a weird queer kid that was like, sure. oh my God, Rocky Horror. Sure. When, when I, I don't really know The Wiz. So I guess I'm also most excited mm-hmm. to see The Wiz. I saw it at Encores my and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was fantastic. Right. So I'm pretty, I mean, I'm excited. Oh my God, wait, you've never seen the movie? No. Patty Devery. No. I have it on DVD. I'm white. <laughs> just kidding. I'm white. I said just kidding. <laughs> Good. I'll borrow your DVD of The Wiz and never watch that either. Damn just it. kidding. I just will. have like a day and you can watch Cats yeah. and you can watch The Wiz. Remember, it's like Perfect. the time when we watched Godspell uh, and Jesus why Christ Why would you Superstar say that? That was like the worst day <laughs> ever. It was the worst day ever. Uh, well, listen, as sh- shitty as these things may or may not turn out to be, as boring as The Sound of Music <laughs> and Peter Pan. Were sometimes, especially mm. Peter Pan. Um, I'm still glad they're happening. And I, I, everyone has to keep watching them so that they keep doing them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because then eventually they're going to start doing ones that Good. we're Well, and we about. already got them to do The Wiz instead of The Dumb That's Music true. Man. Oh, the Music Fucking Man. Ugh. Nobody cares. Maybe they'll do Parade one day, one year. Parade? <laughs> on like the History Channel? <laughs> PBS. What maybe? if it became like? What if live Ugh. musicals became such a thing that the History Channel was doing a live <gasps> do ragtime? That would be great. I don't know that they would do ragtime because it's half fiction, half real. Parade is a hundred percent. Well, real. that's true. But the History Channel also plays oh, shows I don't, about. Like, I don't know. 
cryptozoology okay. and the Bible. Okay. I don't watch the History Channel. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the only times I know things about the History Channel is my dance watching like World Channel War II documentaries. Plays. Yeah, I was going to say. What Nazi shows. The, what's the deal with like baby deal? boomer men Ugh, and don't World War II? Why do they love watching TV shows about World War II so much? Because they missed it. I guess. They missed out on it. And that's like was their dad's shit. So they're like have daddy issues. Hmm. That's my guess. Hmm. So curious. It's just so. Also like. The, the amount of World War II so TV content so there is much. is insane. I watch a lot. Insane. <laughs> so why do you watch I don't it? know. I think it's because it was so documented uh. and also like the the worst thing that's ever happened thus far even though terrible things are happening every day but again that was like highly documented and we have right. a beginning middle and end i think is the other thing the shit that's happening now there's no end yet if there well, is like, an what end. about vietnam vietnam was like a mess I know, but why, there should be more documentary. There should. Whatever. No, you're right. There should. I'm just this like, why does my dad watch so anything. many things about Ask World War II? I mean, he's just like, Carolee, 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 update. Carolee Carmelo started rehearsals for Tuck Everlasting. Yay. Super exciting. It's all happening. I'm excited. When do they start previews? Let me check my spreadsheet. That's right. I said spreadsheet. <laughs> Tug Everlasting starts previews on March 23rd. That's a so very long time from now. That's so far from now. Maybe it was just like a meeting. That would make sense. You know, like a right, right. Show. Here's your script. Now it's time for the Laura Benanti. Tweet of the week. On October 21st at 3.39 p.m., Laura Benanti tweeted, Wearing a jacket and drinking a hot coffee, even though it's 80 degrees, because you are never going to get me, Los Angeles. That's funny. That's Shh. how I feel about any climate that's not a temperate climate. I mean, I just wear clothes appropriate to whatever weather is happening that day. I would not be wearing a jacket. No. That's not. No. That's true. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater. theater.